I'm Terry Taylor, and this is the Interior Design Business Academy podcast. As an interior designer, you may be thinking, I love what I do, but I am so overworked and underpaid. Let me tell you, I've been there too. I spent many years learning from my own mistakes and developing proven strategies and systems to make interior design a profitable career while keeping it fun and creative. So now I'm here to help you get paid what you're worth. If you're ready for some straight talk about how design business really works, and you're ready to break through old belief systems that are holding you back and shift into beliefs that support your goals and bring lasting success, you are in the right place. Hi. You know, many designers come to Interior Design Business Academy for help because they want to develop systems. Those are repeatable ways to get tasks done with excellent results every single time. Okay, that is the definition. That's the definition of a system, right? And they're looking for a great team of intelligence and focused employees that are exceptional at what they do. Now, creating this high bar for the platform that you want to stand on behind you, you know, to do your business is really important. This high bar needs to stay there in the same way that you have a very high bar for design, Okay. There are certain things that you would never, ever do, never allow. I mean, there's just a, <laughs> it's a line in the sand because that's what protects your creativity and intellect and, you know, what, what you do creatively, right? Well, that same kind of high bar principle needs to be applied to your team and your systems and the way your business runs as well. It's got, it needs to run all the way through. I think you understand that because you understand how, how important that high bar is in, in design. Okay, because when you do that, you create a stable, reliable and streamlined platform for you to work from. Okay, you've got some stability, you know, things are going to get done so that you are only working in the area of your brilliance. Okay. Now the area of your brilliance is, is the stuff that you love to do, design stuff, you know, all of that, the stuff with clients that the, the, the stuff that actually pays you the 150, 200, $300 an hour. Okay. That stuff, because the more that you're doing that, what you really love to do and what you are well paid for, the better your business is going to run. So this whole piece is about setting up a situation and a framework for you so that you can stay in that place. Okay. This is what we strive for here at, here at IDBA. And you know what? We're really good at it as well. But, but beyond that, you know, we want to help designers create businesses that are not only good income, but have a fabulous lifestyle too. So with that premise to start with, I want to tell you uh, a little story. This is about a designer I was talking to and not an unusual situation. Got a good business, been around for quite a few years um, and has employees and what she felt were some systems and, and, but she was still struggling, still struggling, but saying, well, if I've already got team and system, why would I be doing, why would I be worrying about this, doing this? 
Well, she also explained that, that she was struggling with cash flow, the crazy highs and lows. Now, you all know what that is. We, we've all been there and done that, right? Uh, me included before I figured out the system to make that work out because that's a marketing issue, right? That, that's not doing the marketing. You get busy with jobs. You got your head down. You're producing. The money's flowing. You're cranking it out. And then you pop your head up and discover there's nobody in the queue. There's nothing going on. You haven't talked to anybody in a year, okay? So no wonder there isn't. Now, marketing is a system that you get in place that keeps running even when you're busy or when you're not. It's something that just keeps continuing through and doesn't take a ton of your time. It's already set up and, and moves forward and supports the funnel of bringing new clients to you in a more automated way right? Okay. So, you know, that's a great system to have in place. It really needs to be done. True, true, true. But also she spoke of overwhelm, okay? And we all know what that is. Days where it is just so overwhelming, it's just piling on your head. It's just too much. And you feel like, oh my gosh, I want to quit. I don't want to do this anymore. It's like the joy of the design and creativity no longer covers <laughs> everything else that you have to do in order to be there. And that's really, that's really an awful, that's a terrible place to be. You know, your, your, your mindset's in the, in not in the right place. Can you relate to that? You know, I bet you can, cause I, I can't have been there, right? However, that is a symptom of not having good systems in place. Okay. Or thinking that you have the systems when you actually don't because otherwise you wouldn't have so much. So let, let me ask you a question here. This is a really important question. How much time do you actually spend putting out fires? Okay, now I want you to think about that. You know, you grin when I say that, the, the putting out of fires. Well, you know, you can spend a lot of time putting out fires. People go, oh, what a great business. Oh, I'd love to be a designer. That must be so much fun. Da, 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 da. They have no idea that we have about 10% creativity and 90% paperwork, a lot of which is putting out fires and stuff. And, and, and while they generate it's because we don't have a way of dealing with them. They keep landing on our head that it becomes so overwhelming, all right? So I want you to, to really think about that. I want you to do, do a little bit of time tracking, okay? And pay attention, write it down, and figure out how many hours a week you are actually spending on putting out fires because that is where the, the overwhelm comes from. Some examples of putting out fires. Well, like a biggie that we see all the time is dropping what you're doing, whatever it is, how deeply you're in it. When you get a phone call from your contractor who's on one of your jobs that has a question that wants you to run out there right away and talk to the tile setter or some, some perceived emergency that you have to drop everything and drive over there and talk to him and get back again. Okay. Totally whacked your day, right? Took out your entire afternoon and now you work it at night to get things done, right? Uh, another example, answering book long emails from clients that go on and on and on and on. And you're feeling like only you can answer that because they're directed at you <laughs> because there's no system to diffuse this and no basic communication to, to work it through. And you can spend hours of your day replying to these clients who are freaked out about something, right? Or upset that, that there's nobody on their job today or, you know, even though it's not your responsibility 
responsibility, we know that, or, you know, worked up about what's next, or, you know, when this is happening, or it doesn't feel right, or it doesn't look right, or I'm scared, or whatever it is, but, you know, <laughs> takes a lot of time and energy to support those people. That's a whole lot of stuff. Another one, another fire that you might not think of as a fire, but it actually is, is the constant interruptions from your employees needing to know how to do something or what to do with this or how should I handle this or that kind of thing. So when you stop to explain and you're in the middle of a project deep into it, like your brain is deep into this and gets deep, right? You you all agree with that. <laughs> you got to really get some quiet and get into this to figure out all the little pieces and make it all happen right? So you're deep into a project and your employee has a question that you've probably answered before, <laughs> right? <laughs> probably like a, about a freight, how to handle a freight problem or something. I don't, ridiculous like that, right? But, but you know, the and the interruption takes all of three minutes to tell them what to do. However, the brain science guys tell us that when that happens, it takes you a full 45 minutes to get your brain all the way to the place where it was before you got interrupted interrupted. Okay. That causes a lot of stress. That makes your day long. That, <laughs> that it makes it hard to get things done. Okay. Another one. How about, how about 10 on-site trips to somebody's house in order to get a $60,000 living room job done? Okay. Can't do that. Okay. Too, too much time, too much time out of your life running around, um, holding hands and trying to get this thing done. That is lack of system right there. Or how about a last-minute scramble on a job because nobody noticed that the two chairs that we ordered for the living room never got an acknowledgement back and the company never got the purchase order and now we're missing the two chairs. Happen? Yep. Bet you has. <laughs> happened to me. I bet it's happened to you. <laughs> um, that's lack of systems right there. Okay. How about calling vendors for the third time? You're trying to present something and you don't have the memo samples yet and you'd like to have a nice presentation to do this and you've got to call the vendors for the third time to get the memo samples for Pete's sake. Okay. This is, you've postponed this job twice. This one's critical because it has to do with money. That job needs to get presented and closed and that money needs to flow into the company because you just spent a lot of your and employee time to create it, right? It, it, it's messing up with your, your cash balance and how that part works. Okay. And then, you know, the, the final one, the final one that, <laughs> that I know you do this one too, waking up in the middle of the night because you're dreaming work and go, oh my gosh, did we check on this? Oh my gosh, is that missing? And you keep a pad of paper beside your bed to write it down on because, you know, you will never go to sleep unless you do that. You'll just keep worrying about it. So, you know, and, and, and dreaming your jobs in the middle of the night is not restful, adds to the stress, adds to the overwhelm. Not good. Not good. And it doesn't have to be that way. Just doesn't have to be that way. But to get started, to, to figure this piece out, you need to track your time and pay attention to how much time in a week do you spend putting out fires, okay? Just put it on a piece of paper on your desk and start writing, all right? When you have the data to work from, you can actually see what's happening and make some decisions about what you need to do and the direction you need to go. So I've got another question for you, another question. Can you, at a moment's notice, take off for three weeks on a vacation 
Knowing full well that everything in your business will run just fine without you, clients will be served, <laughs> the deliveries will happen, money will come in, new clients will be showing up, all of the things that happen when you're there keep happening when you leave, okay? That is what systems can give you right there, okay? So, you know, take a look at that. Can you do that? You know, the question there in the end is, is are you running the business or is the business running you, all right? Mostly it's the business running you, okay? But it doesn't have to be that way. That's another another systems piece in there. So given all of that, all right, now let's talk about team. Let's talk about the people and, and having some people behind you. Our designer has a couple of full-time people, all right? A, they're expensive because they're full-time. Okay. And B, when you have full-time people in a design studio, you're asking them to do a whole lot of different things. We call it the Swiss army knife. Okay. Now it's possible that you can get a good Swiss army knife, but mostly you get the, the jack of all trades, right? And master of none. So what happens is they do some things pretty well and some things they don't do well at all. And the things that they don't do well at all, slow you down and and add to your overwhelm, yet you're paying them anyway. You're not getting the kind of support that you actually need. Okay. And, you know, it happens all, all over the place. Asking somebody to do jobs they're not qualified for or don't like doing or are not good at doing, that sort of thing, is kind of like asking your plumber to, to paint the bathroom when he's, after he sets the, the toilet, right? It, that wouldn't work well, right? And, and he, I mean, he can do it, but, but, you know, it's not going to be a good job. He's not good at it. It's not what he wants to do. And, and so it doesn't come out well. So, so pay attention to that little piece as you're going along, because that's really important. All right. It, what could happen when you hire people who are just around? Oh, this person showed up. Well, I think I can, I think I can use her for this, or she could do that, that kind of thing. What's happening when you're, you're just landing on a person, right? And then trying to get them to do something is you start molding and managing your business to fit the person instead of what you actually need to be successful. Okay. And it, it gets twisted and, and not supportive, expensive, and then not supportive, not getting what you need because you know, you're paying these people. I need to, I need to think of something for her to do, right? So I asked her to do this. I asked her to do that. So you're not only is your brain power getting used trying to keep these people quote busy because, you know, you're paying for them, right? They need to be doing something. They're, they're doing things that are sub, sub level under the bar because they're not really qualified for doing it. Okay. So it's not, it's not serving you is the point for that. So the other side of that, the way you do that is get really clear on what it is you need. What exactly kinds of help do you need? What are the things that need to get off your plate? All right. And it's not the creativity. It's not the design. You don't give away the good stuff. You give away the stuff that you really don't want to do, the stuff that creates the overwhelm, all of those pieces. That's what we're giving it away. And then when you, when you hire people who are better than you at getting that particular thing done, right? Not all the stuff, but just that thing done, it elevates your business. Okay. It starts pushing you up market. Because, you know, when you get, when you get the right people doing the right thing at the right time, everything clicks. Everything works. 
And that all works so well because you have written systems that say what it is they're supposed to do, how it is that you get these things done so that you're not interrupted. It's your particular systems for your company, and they don't have to ask you. They just do it. They just take care of it. Okay? Now, this is how you leverage your business. Right? That's it right there. That is how you set it up so that you could, on a spur of the moment, disappear for three weeks and everything would keep going. Okay. This is how you, you make all of those things happen. So when you get to that piece, this is, this is really how you create leverage in your business. It's how you serve more clients if you want them, or maybe you want less clients, bigger jobs, however way, whichever way you want to do it. But this is how you serve your more clients better. Put it that way. You stay out of overwhelm. You make far more money and you can take a three week vacation. Okay, so till next time, design something beautiful and get paid what you're worth. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Interior Design Business Podcast. If you love what you're learning, head over to interiordesignbusinessacademy.com and book a clarity call. This is the perfect way to chat with one of our coaches about where you are in your business and what your next best step needs to be to make your design business profitable and enjoyable. As always, you can head over to interiordesignbusinessacademy.com to check out the links and resources from this episode. So until next week, design something beautiful and get paid what you're worth.